0: hi hello everybody tried to go live a minute ago and it didn't work so hopefully this works how is everybody doing happy sunday night happy 90 day fiance dd i am here where are you hi everybody welcome everybody um dd is back after a week of being gone because she decided to go on a cruise so i just want to make sure everybody shows how much disgust they feel for her when she joins because she just left us. I think that she should have to um, answer to you guys. Hi, Illinois, hello. I was in Illinois, I was in Chicago, not that long ago. Well, hello. Hi. (laughs) Welcome back.
1: Well, I'm glad to be back. (laughs) Well,
0: you, you were gone for a while. So, yes,
1: I left you in the dust. I was like, "Bon voyage!"
0: <laughs> Hi, coast to coast teacher. Yeah, you left. You left us. Um, you you went on on a cruise. So we're we're happy to have you back.
1: I'm glad to be back.
0: And you're in Georgia, which is funny because I just saw you today in Florida. <laughs> so,
1: yeah,
0: really crazy. Hey, Hi,
2: welcome back. Hello.
0: Dee has decided to join us.
2: I'm excited to have Dee Dee join us, especially because this was a disgusting episode. What the hell? Yeah,
0: this is gonna be fun. We're gonna be talking about cock rings, and yeah, this is gonna be fun. Dee, this is gonna be very uncomfortable for you, and I'm I'm (laughs) happy about that. I'm I'm not mad.
2: I'm almost (laughs) traumatized, and that takes a lot.
0: (laughs) This episode. I'm not gonna lie to you guys, it was very short, um, not short, slow moving. I was bored through a lot of it. Um, Devin and Nick got married. Um, I didn't see anything that I disliked about the wedding. It was just boring. You know, I I thought that it was nice. I thought that it was nice the way that they honored his culture. I thought the location was nice. I thought her dress was nice after she had her little tantrum, but I was just really fighting just to stay awake. You know, her their storyline just didn't do it for me. And I think I tweeted out earlier today in the episode. I was like, TLC, you know, between him calling her piggy and her dress being the wrong color, that was all we were working with. That's and right. yeah, Portuguese Princess, I saw that DM. I didn't get to respond, but I saw you were like, This is the most boring episode. And I was like, I agree with you. You know, there wasn't a lot to keep the the interest. You know, I was I wanted to get up and go get more alcohol. And usually during a good episode. I don't usually get up. You know, I'm, like, stuck to my couch. I was like, oh, well, they're getting married. I don't really want to see that. I'm going to go with my drink, you know? So it it was hard to get through, but I did feel that Rob and Sophie gave us some drama, so I don't want to get into that first. I want to wait a little bit. So I want to talk about um, what we talked about. I think what we talked about with Devin and Nick, that's it, right? Like, do you really want to talk about anything else? Yeah, they
1: didn't even really... They... Why were they even on the show? I mean, the only... Well, then it, then it wasn't even drama. It was just maybe two minutes of them worried about if his parents was going to accept her. And um, other than um, his parents, I mean, not his parents, but her parents confronting him about calling her Piggy. Other than that, that was it.
2: All I have to say is the venue was beautiful and genius idea about the sunset helicopter ride. The end.
0: Holy shit. That helicopter ride was the most interesting and cool thing that happened in their whole storyline. Yeah. When they walked out to yeah. the helicopter, I was like, Holy shit, I am actually excited to see this. Like of everything that they have put us through, the piggy situation, the dress, her parents not liking him or not liking her, but actually liking her. Like that was the most interesting part of the yeah. whole thing. And then I tweeted out let this be the last that we see of Devin and Nick. Not for, like, reasons that I don't like them or anything, but just I don't want to be subjected to their love. You know, yeah. we watch this show for Jasmine, um, Angela. You know, we watch it for the chaos. So they love each yeah. other. There's no reason for us to continue following that, right? Like, yeah. if they're going to be happy. Very
1: few little couple together. That's right. Go, be, be, go be happy
0: in Arizona <laughs> or not Arizona, in Arkansas, and leave us out of it. Right, leave us
1: out
0: of it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the over. Moving on. Who are okay, yeah, so I want to talk that, about. That's not
1: drama for us. We need the drama. We need we need drama. We need to like be on the edge of our seats. Like, give us more.
0: Yeah, I'm, I need <laughs> some fighting. I need some. So let's let's go to Miami because we didn't get a lot of Jasmine and Gino. So this won't be this won't be a lot. But we saw Gino basically com- doing foreplay on Jasmine on the beach, and I just felt really bothered by the scene. I don't know. I just felt like, what about the people who were on the beach that actually just wanted to go to the beach that day? And they didn't want to see like Gino, like doing foreplay on his fiance on the beach. I was just, I felt like this is a bit much, because I was like, if I was walking by. okay. so there was a tweet. I I don't want to not credit the person. I don't remember who said it, but they said, does anyone get the feeling that the producers that work for 9 Day Fiance used to work in the porn industry? Yeah. And it makes sense because they they overly sexualize as many scenes as possible to the point where we're a bit uncomfortable, right? We're a little bit uncomfortable, and I think that's their goal. But this one really was kind of vulgar for the public beach. Like usually Jasmine and Gino are in their apartment or in their hotel. You know, this it was very open for them to be doing that. And I felt a little bit uncomfortable. I was like, this is a bit much for me. Yep. Well,
1: can we talk about can we talk about Okay, I don't know who did her butt implants or whatever the heck she got done, but she has got an ugly ass. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it's ugly. It is wopsided. It's ugly. It's not even round. It looks like, I don't know. I I don't even know how to explain it.
2: Now and we talk about the fact that Jasmine watches this show and she stole our line but all credit to vd but she wants to punch his family in the face bitch you can't use that That's <laughs> car me and
1: you were talking about that because she thought start, she started stealing, stealing our lines like a couple of weeks back well probably about a month now well not a month but like right after um we started talking about wanting to punch her in the face yeah. Now all of a sudden she's still in our lives. time I want to punch pe- people in the face. She she uses it all the time now. Yeah. No man, that that belongs to me and Cara and George.
2: Yep. So I in the I sacrifice this bullshit. You don't get to use that. You don't get to use that anymore. You already used it once. It's played up. Done deal. Uh,
0: what do you feel about her saying that Gino's family can't come to the wedding? I'm I'm just curious because you both are married, right? So like. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the other person's family, you don't really get to tell them what they can and can't do. Or can you? I'm not married, so I just want to know, like, she's saying that they were interrogating her when they met her, and they made her feel uncomfortable. Is that a reason why that she can say they can't be present at the wedding?
2: I didn't want my mother-in-law at mine, but she was there.
0: (laughs) So if you would have gotten your way, her ass would have stayed at home.
2: I would have never made my husband... I, I would have never. I would have never said his family can't be there did i want her there no but i would have never made that an option
0: interesting car
2: Dude, i I, i'm
1: i'm petty you know what i'm saying i'm petty so Mm -hmm. i would have been like yeah let them come on let them come and then i want them to sit in the front row because they don't like me just to put it in their face and i've been grinning ear to ear putting it in their face
0: then you put Them on the jasmine but what if they would have said like i object Like what if they would have caused problems?
1: Then they would have got punched in the face.
2: (laughs) Done deal.
0: I'm a firm believer of if you don't believe in what I'm doing, don't show up. So like, don't come to my wedding or don't come to my event to hate on me. I'm a firm believer in if you don't believe in it. Like for instance, I've had family members, I'm not gonna get specific, but got married. I didn't believe in it, so I didn't go. I was invited. I didn't believe in it, and and I'm just going to say this, they're not, those people aren't married anymore. So I wasn't wrong. But I felt like since I didn't believe in the union, I didn't respect the union, there was no reason to bring my negative energy around that. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt like if you don't want that to happen, don't go and just bring your negativity to someone's good day. Because even if they're getting married and they're happy and they're going to end up divorced or whatever, don't bring your negativity into that. I feel like energy is very strong and powerful. And I do feel like you can go and ruin people's situation or day or event just by you being there and being negative.
2: If I don't believe in the union, I'm packing my negativity and bullshit in a bag and I'm hopscotching in.
0: You're going? You really?
2: <laughs> you bet. Yeah. I do I Yes,
1: me too. I, I would I'd show up, 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 and up and I'd be grinning know. from ear to ear.
2: Yep, I'm skipping <laughs> rope all the way in.
0: I don't know if I would go. Like I told you, I've, I've, I've skipped weddings before because I just didn't believe in it, and I was gonna probably say something or give off. You, know, DD, we were talking about this today. My face would have given off something, right? Yeah. It's my face usually gives me away, and I'm like, oh, I'm happy for you, but my face will tell you something else. Yeah. So I wouldn't even go. Yep. I get it.
1: Yeah, like my face was giving away a lot of stuff today, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, DD has like this angry face it's really funny she's like she sits there and everybody is like talking and fine and she's like <laughs> i'm like are you good are you good you don't look okay and she's like i'm fine <laughs>
2: don't, don't ask i'm fine
0: it it was a whole thing yeah tj it was a whole thing right so we're gonna watch because she said that she's gonna give them one more chance or, or whatever bs and say and if they they annoy her once again, that she's going to kick them out of the way. But I, the drama in their storyline, there would have to be there to start drama because that's, that's how we've gotten hooked on Gino and Jasmine's drama. They're, they're going to be there. So Gino's going to propose officially um, in the upcoming episodes, and then she's going to feel obligated to tell him who paid for her left ass cheek. So we're going to finally get her to come (laughs) clean on, you know, where that ass cheek came from, who paid for it. But did you catch that she, in the preview, she said he loaned me the money. She didn't say loaned before, right? No. I don't remember her saying loan. I thought she said that he gave me the money at first. Now it's a loan. But my question, this might be irrelevant, does a loan make it different? Because if he would have paid for the butt, that means that he has ownership in the butt. If he only loaned her the money, once he's paid back, he's whole again, does that make it any better or no?
2: You shouldn't be going to your ex for money anyway, for any I mean, yeah. Exactly.
0: That's true. So, I agree with you 100%. I imagine
2: calling up one of my exes and being like, gosh, I really want a boob job, but I only have enough for the right one. Do you think you could float me five grand? <laughs>
0: I would tell also, my you're
2: ex, gonna see it, so. yeah,
0: I would tell so. my ex, well, have fun with your one big boob, right? Because I'm not, I'm not giving you any, <laughs> no, have fun with your one massive boob and then your yeah. other not massive boob. That's your issue and I'm not a part of it and I'm not giving you a yeah. dime, right? That's exactly how I will say. But I don't know, when she said that it was a loan, I was thinking like, because you could take a loan out from a bank, you can get a payday loan. I was like, so let's remove the fact that he's her ex. If it's a loan, I don't know. In some weird way, I see it as less severe. Because if she pays him back, it means that he's whole again and he's not in the picture anymore. Or, or am I just looking at it differently? I just
2: think she's spending child support on it.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean.
1: Yeah. That's why he's still in the picture. You know what I mean? has been saying this from when well, we didn't yeah. put them two together. Like, he. <clears throat> That um, Le- uh, the her sister is not her sister. That's her daughter, and yeah. he's still in the picture because he's her father.
0: I mean, and we all
2: know a-
1: that he banged her head up against the the headboard and gave her the money. So okay. that
0: so that's exactly
2: what happened. Is they were having sex, they were doing it doggy style, and he's like, "Damn, that ass is flat. <laughs> Here's a couple uh- of grand." Go get yourself
0: a new one. Well, it wasn't enough. So she had <laughs> oh to goodness. supplement it with Gino's wedding dress money. And then she said she had some savings. So then she she balanced out the butt. So and I had, I wanted to comment on something you said, Didi. You said that her ass looks strange. It's awesome. I've, exactly. seen, I've seen a lot of BBLs and none of them seem to be proportionately proportionately correct. Have you guys noticed that right. women don't but-
2: when Even when they're not proportionately correct, they're not chunky. Why is hers chunky?
0: It's well, like, I did notice, yeah, it, it didn't look, in my opinion, it looked like the shots. It,
2: it didn't look opinion,
0: like
2: a. It looks like somebody spread the crack, stuffed some wash rags in there, <laughs> pitched it up.
0: <laughs> and that's, it ter- that's terrible. That's <laughs> terrible. She doesn't have her kids. Why? Is she getting child support? Oh no, tj we're talking about her sister, sister, daughter. Is that what we call her sister daughter? Yeah. Sister daughter. Her
2: sister. TJ, we think that Dane is the sister's biological dad, and yes. that the daughter is or the sister is Jasmine's daughter.
0: Yeah, because their relationship is really hard to explain, right? It's hard to explain why they're still so close and yeah. why she need to be in the same building with him. There's there's a lot of unanswered questions, so that's our theory with it. We just feel like there's no reason why they need to be that close unless there's, like, a, a child in common or something. Yeah. Okay, so I want to jump over to Clayton and Annalie because Clayton took a trip to San Diego to meet Cameron, which is his best friend of 13 years. So first question, do you guys have a friend that you've known for a really long time that you've never met in person? No. No, DD, DD, no. So it's weird, right? Like, I found it to be weird. I mean, 13 years is a really long time to be close with someone. And then he asked him to be his best man and was like, I'm glad you said yes, because I don't have any other friends. Like, he literally is like, I don't have anyone else to ask. And I'm thinking, it's crazy because this meeting never would have happened if Anna Lee wouldn't have forced him to go and meet him. And I was thinking, maybe he has, like, some sort of social anxiety. Because he was like, oh, me going to this restaurant and us doing this is like out of character for me. And I was like, I wonder if he has like one of those social disorders where being out in public, being around people, interacting with people bothers him. And I feel like that's something that Anna Lee probably wanted to know ahead of time, because I think she's social. She wants to be social. She wants to meet people. She wants to go out. And I think that this trip that he took is like a one and done thing. He's not going to be doing this. He looks really uncomfortable. And I just feel like there's more to it. It's not just that they never got around to meeting. I think it has, it's something deeper than that.
1: Well, I mean, Uh, he's, I mean, he's another Pedro. He stays on the games all the time.
0: But even Cameron had a girlfriend. Right? I feel like even Cameron, they do the same thing, but even he's a little more out of the shell. Like he had a girlfriend to bring that he's met in person, and they do things together, and he was fine going to the airport to pick him up, and then, I don't know, it was just I get the gaming thing, and I get like it, it takes away that human interaction, the headset and talking, because it gives you the illusion of talking to people and being social without leaving your room. And I think that illusion really does cloud the minds of people. They think that, oh, this is a normal friendship, this is a normal interaction with people. It's not. We have to interact with real people. That is how it works. You know, that's how it's been since the beginning of time. Child development has been proven with children, children that are homeschooled and children that go to actual school, their development socially is a lot more advanced than the children who didn't go and be around other children. Because a lot of people are like, oh, well, other kids are, are cruel and there's bullying. Let me let me just say this. I was bullied in school and I feel like it made me like stronger and thick have thicker skin and I feel like it was necessary. Because as an adult, if you're soft, you're not gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I know people are like, Oh, we need to end bullying, but I feel like bullying is kinda like a part of childhood and growing up. This is gonna get people gonna DM me about this. But I think it's I think going through a little bit of um negativity and stuff makes you stronger and it makes you uh, a person with thicker skin who can get through a lot more because, as an adult, we go through a lot of craziness, right? And I feel like if you didn't go through something to, to toughen you up, you're gonna have a hard time. I'm
2: gonna give some- one too because I freaking hate this guy,
0: Clayton. Every-
2: yes, everything about him makes my fucking skin crawl. Really, I cannot stand him.
0: So is it like a creepy vibe or just like I hate you?
2: There it's the creep level 7000. I would really have with my daughter, with my niece, with my cousin, I would never leave him alone with a child, first and foremost. Really? Second of all, the way he talks is just disgusting. She Okay. He didn't run to her at the airport, but he runs to his best friend. First of all, red flag. Okay. Yeah. The way he's all over her all the time, but talking about not getting sex. This is why you're not getting laid, buddy. This is why. You're an idiot and you can't keep your damn mouth shut. You're disgusting. You can't pull up your pants. Your house is gross. You're. (laughs) Everything about this guy makes me sick. Like, he just makes me sick. And then when he told the server, That he had to have a virgin drink because he's living his life as a virgin. I wanted to punch him so hard in the fucking nuts that (laughs) he was talking him up. Well, I'm pissed over this guy. I am just pissed.
0: I felt that shaming her was very distasteful, right? Like, I felt like that's a personal conversation that you need to yeah. have. And they've had yeah. the conversation and she's already made it very clear to him when she's ready, that it's gonna happen when she's ready. And I feel like the creep vibe comes in because it's like, she told you she's not ready and then you're pushing her, no does mean no. Yeah. And it's like, you're not entitled to sex because y'all are in a relationship. It's still her choice, right? Yeah. There are people who are married. And if the wife says they all aren't having sex that night, y'all aren't having sex that night. They've been married a long time. You're just not yeah. getting it. It's still part of her, choice of whether or not she wants to entertain you and i feel like he's treating her as though she owes it to him and i think that's what bothers me because he's like well i should be getting it or we should be and i'm like but it's her decision just because she his agreed friend, to date you
2: his friend said you're in trouble now he says what is she gonna do not not have sex with me some more like yeah this I caught that. Guy, who would want to have sex with
1: with him anyway? I mean, her, his mom is in the same room as they are in the closet.
0: Well, he was, he was so arguing that when he rented the Airbnb in Indiana, that was the perfect opportunity for him. He doesn't
2: have. have an argument. There is <laughs> nothing in this world that makes him desirable to any woman out there.
0: But this okay. Disgusting. Do you think Annalise um on attraction, I don't know if that's a word. Disattraction to him happened once she got here, or do you think that it existed before?
2: Both. I think that she lost attraction to him after she slept with him on accident. I. Like, <laughs> there's, no, there's no way she slept with him on purpose. And you, then so. She thought, yeah. Do you think
0: happened. that the housing situation and how he's living has anything to do with it? Because we we saw that Sophie and Rob uh, yeah. He's nasty.
1: He's nasty. Like, gross. I
0: think that when they were on vacation, they were probably staying in hotels and they were probably doing a lot. Their activities were much different because I'm sure when he was over there visiting her or or, wait, did he ever visit her? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, um, he proposed to her over
0: there. I'm, I'm assuming that when they were over there, it was different and the hotels were clean and he was taking her out and he was pretending to be social. You know, when you're, Courting someone, you are on your best behavior, and you're and acting as though.
2: He's those. an American on vacation, and most of these people in other countries see money, 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 a green right. card, and money. So I'm sure he put put off that that vibe or whatever. If the guy even has a freaking vibe, like <laughs> I'm so disgusted by this human. Like I watched this scene, but I. I, I've never wanted to shut it off in the middle of somebody so bad. I've never wanted to shut it off in the yeah. middle of Big Ed or Angela or any of their sick bullshit. But listening to this guy actually pissed me off. He is well, yeah. a freaking creep.
0: He he was Nicky-ing yeah. Anna Lee. Yeah. Nicky, the way she hounded mm-hmm. um, Justin Igor for sex, it was the same thing. And it's interesting because we were just talking about how this is a two-way thing. It's not just if a man is is, um, pressuring a woman. A woman can also pressure a man. And we've actually seen both variations on this season. We saw Nikki literally hounding him, literally, like, pouncing on him. And then we see Clayton trying the same thing, like, literally trying to set up situations and set up ways to—and then even shaming her publicly. Like, to tell the waitress she won't have sex with you is insane. That is an insane.
2: Like I wouldn't either. High five, girl.
0: Well, right. Like, why would she want to? If this is the way that you treat her in public, and then in front of Cameron, who I don't know, I don't care. He's a stranger to everybody, right? And then his girlfriend is a stranger to everybody. Like, if you're gonna shame me in front of people, we're not gonna be doing anything. You're lucky if we're gonna leave in the same car, right? Like, you're lucky if we're even gonna talk to each other after this. She's literally crying. She was packing her stuff and she looked like she was gonna leave so how do you feel do you think she's really okay? i, hope so. I hope
2: see so. i hope she leaves like her feet are on fire
1: she well you know I that com- you know she made the the comment um that she would um what how she how she say how she said um goodbye dogs never never to see you again
0: yeah
1: or goodbye forever or something like that oh yeah yes, she did
0: right when she was packing her stuff and this was like the day before they're supposed to get married right it seemed like they were gonna get married the very next day, and she was like, I hope I never see you again, or whatever. So I think, but it's interesting because 90 Day Fiance posted a video um a couple few days ago from this episode as like a preview, and I commented on it and I said, Annaly is the only thing Annalie is attracted to in Clayton is the grain card. And she responded back and she said, You do realize that there are other ways for me to get to America other than a K1 visa, right? And I said, Yes, but I was like, but you're here on one. And she said, why don't you keep watching? You don't know that. So I'm interested in what that meant because the only way you can be filming on the show is if you have a K-1 visa in process. So I'm assuming maybe she had another visa situation pending. So she didn't really take the Clayton situation seriously. So I don't know. She's not with him because she loves him. No, not a chance. And it's funny yeah. because she she kept arguing with me back and forth on the post. She's like... Why do you think that, you know, everybody wants to go to America? And I was like, I didn't say that. But I said, I you happen I would have
2: attacked her. For why
1: no you other- didn't tell her to, why you didn't tell her to um to inbox me and Cara?
0: Yep. <laughs> well, no, all I said was, I said, I didn't say that everybody wants to come to America, but I did say, you happen to be in America with a man you don't love. It's like, that's all that I'm saying. I'm just, I'm, I'm saying and commenting on what I see. You're not here on a student visa you're not here on a tourist visa you happen to be here on a visa with a man that you can't stand that's what I can see and you can't deny it she didn't deny that she could he stand
1: makes it very head. obvious whenever even tonight whenever he was like um hugging on her trying to give her a kiss she would like give her give him ugly it's, faces like she funny. don't want to be touched by him she's disgusted by him and she she is letting everybody see it
2: well, I thought it's she was-
0: Now that I know she's going after you, I hate her, too. So. (laughs) Wait, you hate Anna Lee, too? Now I do. Well, I thought it was interesting how she was so triggered. You know, I comment on everything. I'm like a a comment ninja. I'm everywhere. So the fact that she's just going back and forth, comment, 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 comment. I was like, chill. Like, I'm just commenting on what I saw them film you do. I'm not lying on you. I, this is literally what we all saw. You happen to be here in America on a K1 visa with a man that you would rather be a thousand miles away from you. Like, I'm just saying what I like
1: see. I always say. What have I always said the guilty dog barks first?
0: Yeah. That's true. That's true. If you, you I mean,
2: she me would, and Dee Dee in that shit. you tag me and Didi in that shit. We'll
0: get her. <laughs> yeah. I'll, okay. I'll go and I'll tag you because she don't like me. She was just going back. And I was just like, I'm yeah, not going to argue, happening. but I'm not going to back down either because I see what I see, right? Yeah. I call it like I see it. And I see you over here with a dude you don't like. This is exactly what I see. And it's like if you had a tourist visa or if you had a student visa, I wouldn't be looking at you on my TV, right?
2: That's I wouldn't be looking exactly. at you. I
0: wouldn't, I wouldn't even have anything to comment on. Okay, so Black Ashley and um, Manuel are are looking to get married. They're, like, r- going it. With it
2: smile at any of these like i want to be like oh but all of these just i'm so pissed off over tonight yeah i
0: i was more angry than anything watching this episode and i think really for the manuel and Ashley situation is her sister her mom everybody is warning her like hey this is dysfunctional you don't get along you fight when he's upset he runs away and disappears you don't know where he is you don't know who he talks to you don't even know why he's here because i tweeted out earlier i was like this man could literally be over here for literally any reason and we would never know because he's a scammer
2: like he's yeah. and then
0: the mom is like well, let me just talk to him i was like well that that does nothing scammers don't tell you that they're scammers right yeah like they're now ne- he's never gonna say no i don't love your daughter i want a green card he's never gonna say that there's no purpose right. in talking to someone because they're never going to tell you the truth and i think the most irritating part of it all is even ashley knows that this isn't gonna work out because she's like well you know, we have faith in God. And I was like, God isn't a part of this. Like, your yeah. faith isn't a part of this. You should be with him because you know it's going to work, not because you think maybe possibly he might change. Like, she's yeah. dodging um, she's dodging red flags, like, um, condoms at a prom night. Like, yeah. it's, 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 like, at this point, <laughs> getting crazy, right? Like, at some point, she's, like, literally, like, a, a linebacker. She's dodging yeah. the red flags, like... I don't even know how to explain it. And it's like, at this point, I want her to get married because I want her to get used. Because at this point, I don't even feel bad for her anymore. I don't even want to help her. I just want her to see what he's really up to and and learn from her mistakes and move on. Because everybody has warned her, like, this man doesn't love you. He is here for one reason only.
2: I hope they marry just so I can watch her walk through a hurricane with her freaking crystal crown. I hope that so, thing weighs
1: 25 uh, pounds. She gonna need more than a crystal crown. What time he's done with her?
2: Oh
0: my God! Did, and uh, then she's explaining to us what um quartz is. Like we were born yesterday and never heard of like stones. Cause I was like, you don't need to explain to me what this. Act,
2: nobody glues that shit to a headband and calls it a freaking crown. Nobody.
0: She also didn't look like a mermaid either, right? Like I didn't see the mermaid. Did you see a mermaid? Please
1: tell me where she looked like a mermaid coming out of the ocean.
0: She said a that sexy she was,
1: mermaid at that. I mean, please show the, me
0: Did she say the sea queen? Did she say the sea queen? Because yeah, she said that, is it wrong that I thought of the sea queen from the Disney movies, the Ursula chick?
2: That's what I and, thought of. Ursula.
0: Yeah. And I was like, so that's what you wanna be? You wanna be the evil sea chick from the movie? I was like, that's your goal. like I don't even have to make fun of you you're doing it for me you're doing my job like can you like leave my job to me like can I do it yeah so oh I want to talk about Sam and Citra because and then we're gonna we're gonna hop on this sex shop subject but we gotta finish up with Sam and Citra first so she's been in the U.S. they got 14 days they got two weeks To get married and so do you remember when we were watching sam preparing and he was like cleaning up and sweeping and everything how come when she got to his house it looked like he had never cleaned it like his room i'm sure
2: it was just one little square that he was cleaning for the camera
0: it had to be and can we discuss his car like
2: that is is Burning.
0: What in the hell is going on? Whose car looks like that? It looked like that car was involved in a homicide and it had sat like at the um impound lot for like yeah. a few years and then somebody bought it in an auction and that's exactly how it looked when they got it. Like who yeah. lives like that? I was afraid that they were going to be cleaning and there was going to be like a raccoon that just jumped out and bit them. Yeah. Like it was why, horrible.
2: Why didn't he clean that before he picked her up?
0: I, I wonder... <laughs> I wonder when men do things like this if they've ever met a woman, because I've never met a woman who didn't appreciate a clean house, a clean car, and a clean bathroom. I've never yeah. met one. This yeah. is literally like necessities for a woman. You don't have to have like a million dollars. You don't even have to be attractive, but she expects you to have a clean damn house, a clean car, and a clean bathroom. If you can't, oh, yep. kitchen, kitchen is one too, but she, women will will take that as a loss and they'll clean it for you. But like yeah. those other parts of the house, in your bedroom, those need to be done. That's you as a man; those are your responsibility. Absolutely. She is not going to do that for you. His brother's
1: life. room was more clean than his room.
0: Yeah, with yeah. the
2: toddler bedspread, even is his brother four?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. I don't. I don't know. I'm assuming not, but possibly yes. I don't know. I, I just this, can't with people so he's gonna well we can't even get to the conversion part because apparently he just told her about the the diversion situation and he could be facing jail time i'm assuming this is being hyped up because i'm sure tlc wouldn't have filmed him if they thought he was going to be arrested and put in prison so i'm assuming this is hyped up i'm assuming he's going to get probation that's what my assumption is but we have to just be honest and wonder is probation good because he already got in trouble for having this suboxin. am i saying that right Suboxin, um not in a bottle so it's like probation might be bad because he and i'm still but confused also, I'm not-
2: tonight, did you catch that he said some when he's talking to the dad he said he doesn't know if he'll get probation or diversion or anything because it's a felony having having your medication outside of a prescription bottle isn't a felony.
0: It's not okay,
2: but it's not a felony.
0: And I also was wondering why couldn't he report to court with documentation that he was prescribed? And wouldn't they just say, I don't know how this works. Like, would they make it go away or is it just so serious? He wasn't
2: prescribed that. There's no way he was prescribed it or it would have been in the original bottle.
0: Well, right. That's in my opinion, because I know that people have made mistakes I've seen people that accidentally brought guns through the TSA or whatever, right. and they were able to, you know, tell the judge the situation, and they didn't get thrown in prison because you know good and well they should be in prison for that. So right. I was like, but, if he,
2: but what the people that you know that have done this don't have prior criminal charges with that exact thing. So he's got hmm. drug charges with opioids, and he's in trouble for the exact same thing.
0: Oh yeah, you know what? You did say that because I was like, when it's when you do something once, twice, three times, the people are gonna look at it as this isn't a a misunderstanding. Yeah, and you know, like it's a misunderstanding it usually happens once and then it doesn't happen again. Um, a uh, pattern is where you keep doing the same exact thing and make an excuse. That's a pattern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't exactly. know. I was
2: just. Oh, yeah. I thought
0: you said that. Um. So they're supposed to be bringing her dad and sister over. And then she's worried because the dad is going to probably tell her to go back to Indonesia. And it kind of seems like she wants to go because he said, if I would have told you this before, would you have come? And she couldn't answer that. She was like, I don't know. And then he was like, are we okay?" And I was like, pet peeve of mine, when you tell somebody something horrible and you immediately say, so are you good? can you at least give people enough time to process the fact that you lied to them or you did something horrible? Like, I don't like that. It's like, people are like, well, I need to tell you, but I need you to forgive me. Like right now, people don't have to forgive you right now or ever. So yeah. that really bothered me. Cause he was like, well, are you, are we good now? And she's like, no, I need to process the fact that you're a goddamn liar. Like, no, we're not good. Like I need to reanalyze what I'm doing right now because now I'm here with somebody who's probably going to be in jail. And how does that work? Who's going to take care of her? He's her sponsor. If he's yep. in jail, she can't work. So how yeah. is this going to work? Where How is she going to eat? Right? like How is she going to live? Not, so. Especially because
2: the dad gave me creep vibes right out of the gate. So yeah. she's not going to hang out there.
0: Did you Dad's... hear him? He was like, well, first of all, I'm impressed. She's really beautiful. It's going to be nice to yeah. see her around the house. I was like, who the hell says that? Yeah.
2: He's That's exactly. a weird thing
0: to say. Yep. He's a
2: total Creepy. Creep- the whole... there, I mean, he's just as creepy as Clayton.
0: Yeah. I mean,
2: he, made, he made so many sex comments. His horniness. I'm so horny. I've got blue balls. Blah, blah, blah. Constantly. Then they finally wash this nasty-ass car, and he says, I feel like my car's getting laid. Shut the hell up. Just shut up.
0: What is with these teenage horn hormones on these people it's like awful and the fact that he knows that she can't do anything and then she's like trying her hardest because i don't know and for some weird reason she doesn't seem disgusted by him
2: so it hasn't been blind yet
0: (laughs) because i'm like why isn't she pulling away when he gets too close because anna lee knows what's up she's like don't get too close to me but like Citra seems to still be like, oh, it's, oh, you want to hug me, okay. Like, she's not, like, trying to, like, get the hell out of my space yet. She's a
1: a smart one. She's not making it as obvious that she just wants the green card. Yeah.
0: So, wait, do you think that her goal is to get a green card? Do you think that? Because some people were saying that Citra really likes him or really loves him. So, how do y'all feel about that?
2: She, She needs a green card. Yeah. Really?
0: that's so much work to make somebody come
2: from what what i've seen
1: from what i've seen so far that's i've got green card vibes
0: yeah i mean and her dad and sisters and stuff are coming over it's kind of like she wants to bring the family over i get those vibes like it's um yeah her her sister her dad like she wants to bring she's it's like a family affair you know like it's like i'm gonna get over here and then i'm gonna get y'all over here because before she could even like sleep her first night her family was already like damn near on the way to come to question
1: okay how is her family coming over if she had to come over on a k-1 visa how is it that her family is coming over that fast
2: yeah i don't get that
0: i don't know you're right, because tourist visas are not approved instantly or overnight. So right. the fact exactly. that they were able to align the approval with the K-1 is very interesting. Because I know tourist visas, you know, you could, within a 30 to 45-day period, you can get an approval. But maybe they
1: got there the first morning, and then she's saying that um, her dad and sister is going to be there the next morning. So that's just on her second day, they're gonna show
0: up like huh? Yeah, Yeah. Portuguese princess, that's a good point. Her dad is a police officer, and I'm wondering if working in some sort of form of government or law enforcement has anything to do with how quickly things are processed. You know how in America, if you know a certain person, you know, like I know in Louisiana when I grew up, my dad was a, a constable, like in the police department and you know, he had ways of making tickets and stuff disappear. You know, right. like it's just who you know. So I'm wondering um, if you're onto something Portuguese Princess, maybe his job and his standing in his, where he is in his community has something to do with how, you know, making a call and having something pushed forward faster, you know? It well, it could be. I mean, it has to be something because aligning the approval dates to that, to that um, within basically within a few days of each other is impossible. I just don't know how you would go about doing that. Because first of all, K-1 visas are randomly approved. You can wake up one day and it's approved or you can wait nine months. You know, it's yeah. completely random. So the fact that it was aligned is interesting. But like I said, he's a cop. You, you, and when you're a cop, you seem to know judges. You know you know, you know, know people around who can right. who have power. So or they applied right when they knew she was coming. Well, yeah, it's possible because when you apply and you're approved, you have a certain I think you have a certain amount of time to leave so they could have applied when she applied for the k1 and have been approved for a while and they're they're now just using it I think it doesn't expire for like almost a year right before you, yeah I don't know Yeah, I think I you know. have six months to a year to use it like you're yeah. approved and then you only have so many days that you could stay in the country but you don't you don't have to like leave the next day so yeah that's that's an option as well they could have um applied when he um applied for the k1 and then they got their approval first because obviously the k1 would take longer than a tourist and then they waited for her dates and then they they booked it but
1: but how is but he don't look like somebody that makes enough money to be able to bring three people over
0: no well i think he only needed to make enough to bring her over to, for the process and we know that he works two jobs and one of his one of them is at amazon and i know amazon does pay like 20 ish an hour so it's like and i don't know if you have to have been on the job a certain amount of time or just how much money you make at the time because so, he was working two jobs maybe he just made sure he made enough for the approval process to bring her over because oh. that came up too because isn't it fifty thousand a year isn't that what rebecca had to make for to bring zied over i think it was fifty thousand a year
2: Something like that.
0: But I think Which, you
2: have to make a fixed amount of money with, and his criminal history doesn't sound like it's a clean slate. So I don't know. How well, see, that.
0: that was also confusing because I was told by people that having felonies or criminal history, especially anything that has to do with fraud um, yeah. or drugs, is an automatic denial for a, a yep. visa. Even, like, if he wanted to go over there, they would deny it. Not just for her coming over here. So this right. whole story is, is weird to me. So I would love to know. You know what the full story? They probably
1: is. got a sponsor then.
0: But even yeah. the sponsor, I still don't think you will get approved.
2: Yeah, I don't. I'm know. not sure.
0: Like we're gonna have to do some research on it and find out. Oh wait, I'm surprised it got. Yeah, I mean, unless he doesn't have a record. That he he's got a record. He's <laughs> I mean, this this whole story, like, and I think the um, Car, you said it too from the beginning. You were like, this story got so many holes in it. It's like we're looking at you know a street but in, he's... yeah. Like this is this is like pothole city at this point. You yep. were like, I can't see a straight line in this whole story. There's just holes everywhere, and I feel the same okay. way. If nothing is adding yeah. up, and and um, she doesn't wear any of the Islam attire. You know, she brought him a shirt to pray in. Yeah, where's her attire at? Right, right. but she's like, wearing well, I'm t- so t- confused. Like everything about this is making me question validity. She...
2: She's wearing a tank top and shorts in a house
1: with three men. So, mm. yeah, it, that's it, true. It's not right. Yeah, that none of it's making. I I don't I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about this couple neither, because like with the, why are they even on here? Like, yeah. like just with the the um, with um the ones that just got married. Why were they even on here? It's like we've seen seen them, what, two, three times, and that was it? Yep,
0: they need to go. Oh, Devin and Nick. Yeah, I was confused. Well, I tweeted out. I was like, I wish that Sharp would do better, TLC would do better, because Devin and Nick were definitely a waste of time. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not trying to be rude. Like I said, I think they love each other. I think they're lovely people. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to watch them. There wasn't yeah. enough drama. There wasn't enough going on, and it's funny because normally, you know, they book as much drama as possible for the show. Like we're watching, we're talking about Sam and Sitcher right now. There's a there's enough drama in this story to go around. So it's like we we see Devin and Nick, and we're like, well, whose decision was that? Did somebody fall through at the last minute, and you needed something right then and there? Like what happened? Like why would you include that with Nikki and Igor and all this drama? Then you're gonna put these two people in. It doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The ones that's really even giving us any kind of drama is um, Igor and um, Nikki and Jasmine and Gino. Yep.
0: No, and Rob. Right. Yes. What? Rob. Rob is okay,
1: so so just.
0: Let's get that's
1: into. No, that. that's not enough drama for me. I I'm, I like the. <laughs> so, I like the drama.
0: <laughs> so let's get into the duvet. Because tonight, there was a big argument about the duvet. A duvet is the thin blanket, right? Yes, it's the a, It's the
2: wrap that goes around your comforter.
0: The thin one, though, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, the comforter is the thick one. The duvet is the thin one. I have one. Yep. Y'all, does yep. everyone have a duvet? All Pretty of us? Lucky. OK. So she woke up, and she said she wanted a duvet, and it sparked a problem. Did you notice that whenever? Sophie asked for basic human needs that a person would just need to live. Rob gets pissed the fuck off. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. He gets pissed the hell off, right? And it's like she's just asking for basic human needs. And what bothers me about the situation is he knew that she was coming and he knew that she was going to need things because she can't work. And then what pisses me off even more when she asked for basic human necessities, right? She's not asking for a Chanel purse. She's just asking for a goddamn purse. He's like, right. well, where's your mother's money? Where's all this money? And I'm like, bro, you brought her here. You had yeah. time to prepare. The K-1 visa does not get approved overnight. You had time to go and work, save money, and prepare for her. You did yeah. not do that. So the yeah. fact that you want to punish her because you didn't prepare for her, it really rubs me the wrong way. Like the way he's like, you just be asking for shit. She does. And I was like, I don't know if you've met a woman or have you heard about what marriage is, she's going to ask you for things. Yeah. Period. Especially during the point of time where she can't buy them or work herself. Like, and the fact that he's like, is this what marriage is? Absolutely, freaking lully This is what marriage is. Marriage is a man and a woman living together and sharing the responsibilities of their household. That is exactly what marriage is. And it just, he really irritated me tonight. Like tonight, I just kind of looked at him as like emotionally and verbally abusive towards her. Because I was like, the way that you're making her feel bad for asking you for a basic human necessity of a sheet, okay? Yeah. Like, she's sleeping in a one-bedroom room with no actual kitchen, no plumbing, with a big-ass dog. And all she's asking you for is a blanket. Like, she could ask you to move to an actual freaking apartment. all she's asking you is, and it's like, the way that he makes her feel like she's a horrible human being for needing necessities, it just got to me. I was just like, at this point, I just want him off my TV. Yeah, me too. Portuguese Princess was like, he could have bought one off of Amazon. He could have bought one off of Amazon. They're not even expensive, okay? Like, and it wasn't the he was like, it's not the divette. She's always asking for things. And I was like, she wouldn't be asking for so many things if you would have prepared for her ahead of time. Like, I I love watching when the men take um initiative like we watched Gino clean the house and he was he was he didn't take a lot of initiative because he'd still need to buy stuff but just take some initiative and clean up and buy things be proactive like if if you're moving somebody into your house think about their basic needs and necessities yeah. right think about the fact that she might not want to sleep on your dirty crusty sheets she might not want to brush her teeth with the same thing you stuck in your mouth. She might not yeah. want to share the same blanket as your dog. Like just have she a little bit not- of
2: You might not want to use the same bathroom that everybody in your freaking complex is using. Right.
0: I mean, it's not even like asking for a lot. Just have some preparation for her arrival. Yep.
1: Well, okay. Let me see if you guys are with me on this. I think that she set that that girl up to confront them about them being hot. Oh, because well,
0: in my opinion, I thought it would be production, did it? I don't think that Sophie and Rob knew that it was going to happen, but I think production set it up. Yep. And I think that, okay, so now mm-hmm. I have a question. I wasn't, I wasn't there yet, but now I have to know. Was Rob wrong, don't get me wrong, Rob sucks, but was Rob wrong for not immediately saying no. He said, I want to hear your answer. Was that unacceptable or not?
2: I agree with Rob. But first of all, I want to call management and tell them to fire that little bitch in the store. (laughs) Well, yeah, you. Who who the hell just, I don't care who you are as an employee of any place, whether it be a sex store or not, you don't just invite yourself into a marriage or. I know. Relationship. You don't. You don't just do that.
1: I'll I think promise. Sophie set it up. I really think Sophie set it up. Probably because she it's wanted. Cause she wants to see. She wanted to see for herself what his reaction would be, or what he would say to her. And since he didn't say anything, he said, "No, that's a question for you." And we already know why he said that because,
0: because he her would do it. Right. Right.
1: So. So took it the wrong way where she thought he was supposed to have been like, no, I wouldn't do, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm in a relationship. I have a fiance. Well, since he didn't say that she's taken it the wrong way as in he was, he would have done it.
2: See, I agree. I think she probably knew the girl that worked there and that that was set up by her and production. I think it was set up by everybody except for Rob.
0: So here's my thought process. Rob knows now Sophie is bisexual. And I think in his mind, he was like, I'm going to let her make that decision because that would be in the bisexual realm of decisions for her, not for him. And not that I'm saying that it's okay, but I was looking at it as because he did say when she told him, like, well, if we're doing that, we're we're both doing it. That's what he said. And I felt like he looked at it as, well, if I'm going to be marrying a bisexual woman, you know, this is what we should be doing. And I right. think that was his thought process. And he didn't look at it as he was cheating on her because he knows that she would enjoy it because she's bisexual. And I don't know, I felt like, well, I want to ask your opinion. If you were in a marriage one of you were, you were bisexual, your husband was not, and a woman propositioned you, what would you expect your husband to say in that situation?
2: I'd expect him to stand back so I could beat her ass, <laughs> you know, just invite yourself in.
0: So even being bisexual, you still would be like, don't be a hoe in front of my husband. Is how you feel?
2: Absolutely. Like that's something between you and your spouse. That's a decision you make. Oh, yeah. That's a decision that the two of you would invite someone into. Yeah. But as soon as someone invited themselves in, so you you're automatically going to think that that person thinks your spouse is hot, whether it's male or female. Also, sure. another part where sh- I feel like Sophie was so wrong is if this is the case and let's say it's not set up, but we know it is. This yeah. chick says, you guys are hot. You're a hot couple. Sophie says, thanks, you are too. Rob keeps his mouth shut. Had Rob yeah. said, thanks, you are too, that would have started a whole nother fight. Why is it okay for her?
0: That's true. It is. <laughs>
1: I think that's another reason why I think that
0: she set it up. Yep. But it is true though because if he, you're right. If he would have said thank you, you're hot too, she would have flipped out. I it's see. almost like one of those lose-lose situations. No matter what he did in this situation, he was gonna lose, right? I don't know. I feel like I'm
2: not on his side with Rob ever because I think he's a douche canoe. But man,
0: <laughs> this guy, I this I this shot is awful. I feel that on this
1: side with Rob this time, I really do. Yeah,
0: I mean, I do feel like in this episode he was left up a creek without a paddle. I don't. I feel like no matter what he would have done, he wouldn't have been able to get out of this. And right. even him pleading the fifth still didn't work. No matter what he, if he would have said yes, I mean, he could have said no, and then he would have been okay. But how many men, cis men? who are with a bisexual woman are gonna look at an attractive woman who wants to do that and say, no, thank you. Yeah. Like, how many, knowing that his fiance is bisexual, and and I think in his mind, he was like, well, I would be making her happy too, even though he wouldn't. She was pissed the hell off. But I think, you know, men are very simple. They don't know. They don't know emotion. They just know action. So I just think that no matter what he would have done, he would have lost a hundred percent in this situation. There's no win. And and I think that Sophie clearly overreacted because she was like, I need you to say I'm sorry for um, trying to have sex with other people. And he was like, well, see, I can't say that because I definitely didn't do that. And I actually was on his side. And it's like, you are trying to get him to admit to something he literally didn't do. He literally didn't proposition this girl. He didn't say yes. He didn't say no. He turned to you and said, hey, this girl is being a hoe. What are you going to do about it? And then she still got mad at him.
2: Yeah, but also another proof that this is ridiculously set up is who the hell, what kind of couple fights in any store? I don't care if it's a sex store or a grocery store. If you're fighting like that, somebody's going to step in. And even if they don't step in to break up the fight, they're going to say, get the hell out of my store. Yeah, and is, I, I you you got to be show.
0: really careful with male and females fighting because people call the cops so quick. If they think the woman is in danger, like if they think, and he was being a little aggressive, you know, he's like moving around, yelling and and shit. Like, you gotta be really careful when people see that and they think that woman is in danger, they will call the cops on you so quick. Yeah. They'll be like, he looks angry and she looks scared. 911. Like, you're right. And who fights in a sex shop? That's like the one place where couples should be on the same page, right? Like, that's literally the one place that you should be happy and, and thinking of the future and what's going to happen later. So I, I think that she said something on this episode that was really interesting to me when they were at the, the brewery. She was like, I want to make sure that everything is okay and we're on track to get married. Yeah. And I was yep. like, well, if y'all are fighting These
2: are three things and I can't remember exactly what they were, but get the dress, get down the aisle and get the wet. And
0: get the wet. Yeah. And I was like, it's interesting because y'all have all of these massive issues that need to be taken care of but you're set on we got to get on track for the wedding Yeah, and that was really telling for me because i was like why would you marry somebody that you don't get along with she keeps saying she doesn't trust him she doesn't know how this is gonna work she doesn't know if he's gonna stop cheating but she's like we gotta get married yeah. that's weird to me because i was like at this point you should be
1: looking that if they didn't get married then she was gonna get deported that day at the end of her green card. So they need to get married.
0: Right, because it seemed like her goal is to not get deported. It's not to be in a happy relationship. It just seemed like she's like, well, if we don't have it together on the 91st day, I get deported. It wasn't like, we need to make sure we're in love so you know this relationship lasts. It wasn't any of that. It was like, if we don't have this together, I can't stay here. And that was yeah. really telling for me because I was like, "You don't really," because she's not thinking about the future with him. She's thinking about her future here because the future does not have to be with him. It just yeah. needs to be the paper is signed and is stamped. That's what's in, that's what's important. And I found that it's funny because every now and then people let out their true intention by mistake, and it's funny yeah. watching the show. Because the, the people, they say it and they don't even catch it right away. But my ears catch it. My my ears always perk up when I hear them say stuff like that. Because she's like, we really need to get our shit together because we need to get married. Yeah. And I was like, he just cheated on you. You just told him you were by, And y'all are fighting like five minutes ago over a sheet. Like, y'all don't need to get married. What are you talking about? Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. This was, yeah, this sex shop scene, though, like you said, it was, it was highly, highly produced. I oh, feel yeah. like there's a lot going on with that. I did like it, though. I like the, the what-if situations. I feel like when people do speed dating and stuff, they do a lot of these what-if situations. And I feel like a lot of couples need to ask questions like this. What would you say if somebody propositioned us? Or, and a lot of women want to know what the men would do if they weren't yeah. present. I think that's really important, too. And I I know that men are like, stop setting me up or stop testing me. But women, test these men. Send a hot girl. I think Jen, didn't Jen do that to Rishi? Send a hot girl. I don't think she sent the hot girl, though. But send a girl to your man and find out what he's saying when you're not present. Because let's say um, Sophie wasn't in the sex shop, and Rob was in the sex shop, and this girl walked up and said, you're hot. What would Rob's reaction have been if she wasn't watching? i think that's still important and i think a lot of women are just like oh
1: he would have cheated
0: do you think that i mean because he, he he clearly talks to women online all the time so if a woman was to walk up the way this girl was being overly aggressive obviously it's not real but let's just say he was in a club or in you know somewhere where women are being a little more direct and somebody walked up like that to him what would he have done i think Sophie should worry more about that than marrying him. Like I feel like that's really the real question. Yep.
2: Yeah, Mom. Jen had her friend slide Hi.
0: into his DMs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she had him slide it. She had her friend slide into his DMs, and he was entertaining her. Remember that? Yeah.
2: But also, she had the super hot translator.
0: Wait, the what now?
2: The translator was young and pretty. oh
0: you mean with his family oh yeah she was she was and that was that was a nice little um test too i don't see anything wrong with testing people like the whole time when we were young and we're in school and we're 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 testing us there is nothing wrong with testing compatibility and trust with people and i think a lot of people don't do it they're like oh no i don't i don't want to you know test them or they won't think i trust them there is nothing wrong with testing trust especially when you're about to enter a relationship with somebody, I think that you should go out of your way to know what this person is doing when you're not looking or watching. I think it's so freaking important.
1: Yeah, um, You have a very good point, George. And also, I think Rob secretly was wanting wanting her to want to do something with that girl because then he could get away with, Being with another woman, but he's not gonna be getting accused of cheating.
0: Yeah, you are a hundred percent right. The only reason why he said let her answer is because he wanted her to say yes. Yeah, you are one hundred and fifty thousand percent right. He he obviously is a cheater. He cheats. So what's what's a perfect world for a cheater? A non-monogamous open relationship, right? Yeah, you can cheat and there's no consequence. It takes the sneaking out of it, because he's not even a good cheater. He does it and then he gets caught. But he's not even good at it. So the perfect situation would have been what she set up, a woman propositioning them and then Sophie saying yes, and then boom, he gets to have his cake, ice cream, um, pizza, and he gets to eat it all. That's exactly what he wanted. And Didi, I think that's why Sophie was so pissed off, because she she could see the pattern of behavior hasn't changed. He still wants to sleep with other people. And I think that's why, because at first I was like, she's just being extra. But I think it's more so the fact that she knows that he cheats and he's done it before and he's never going to stop. And his reaction to that should have been no, knowing with his history of him lying and cheating on her. It should have been no.
1: Yeah. Like like I've always told y'all over and over again, time and time again, once a cheater, always a cheater. A cheater will never change.
0: Yeah, you you did say they don't change their stripes. You did. Because I've actually debated with you because I was like, well, what if they're really sorry and, you know, they were younger when they cheated and you told me, nah, cheater is a cheater. And you've always believed that. And, I mean, this is a proven fact that a tiger can't change his stripes. Because even after getting into these arguments and fights with her, he cheated on her before she got here. He was sexting after she got, like, He's still doing the same thing. So it just rings true, Didi, These people are going to keep doing what they do. I want to see my
2: people online come after the chick in the store.
0: No, see, I feel like they might. There was some stuff on Twitter, you know, people saying fire her. I'm
2: telling you, if I was in a store and it was a sex shop and I was with my husband and some bitch came up and said, you guys are hot, you want to spice it up, I'd be in jail so he might be spicing it up or whatever because i probably wouldn't be coming home after that
0: i don't know any store where you can work where you can proposition the customers like i don't know any i mean you could you can't even do that if you work at a strip club like there are laws right like there are laws
1: like one of this associate and or the two associates they were so calm about it just standing well, there yeah, watching
0: like- they were acting like this is what they do on a regular basis. They proposition right. like, this is actually a brothel, right? They were like, yeah. yeah. No one was like, her manager wasn't like, um, could you not, like, proposition the customers? Like, could you not solicit the customer? The manager was just looking like, cool, this is what we do. You know, yeah. like, that That was also interesting. But I don't believe it in a million years that that was real. I feel no. like production tried it. And they failed because I don't believe it. I don't buy it. You know, I I buy some stuff. I'm not buying this. What they're selling, I'm not buying. Yep. There's I mean, no it way. It would
1: have been better drama if it would have been um, Gino and Jasmine. Oh.
0: I feel Jasmine would have gotten arrested. Jasmine yeah. is, if some woman, it's funny because... No woman would ever ask Gino. But still, yeah, no feel... woman's walking up saying you're- No, right. right? No woman is willing to lose teeth over Gino. But I feel like if this situation would have happened, Jasmine would have beat the living crap out of that woman. And I, I would feel bad because she would only have been doing what production asked her. Right? And I feel like Jasmine would have destroyed her because yeah. Jasmine goes hard for Gino. Like, I feel like- you would be physically in danger if you make this woman think you want her man. And I don't know if it's because she really loves him or she really wants a green card. I can't, I can't pinpoint it. She but I, a
1: green card And she really wants his money
0: because yeah. she will hurt you. I feel like if you come in the way of either of those things that she wants, you are physically in danger. Like, like you said, if Jasmine was in that situation, this, this scene would have went differently with police and ambulance and, and all types of different, it would have went way different.
1: She would have
0: yeah. blown the store up. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, she would have burned it down. That store would not exist anymore, and the people in it would have been fighting for their lives. Like, it would have been crazy. So, um, tomorrow, we're going to come back for the other way. This is part three, the last episode. The
2: final episode. The final we episode. We finally made it. We, we made it. In 1901.
0: <laughs> this is the- going to be. I think episode 27, possibly. I think. Don't quote me. This is the last one, and we have to, there's more Danielle and Johan, but this is the Brandy and Mary, Brandon and Mary episode, because as you know, we got nothing. The whole two, the first two parts. So Brandon and Mary, and then there's a little more of um, Danielle and Johan. Apparently, she's going to start reading emails like verbatim that she found from other women and all this stuff. So there's a little more drama. I don't know if it's going to be as good as the first two. But we're going to finally close the chapter on The Other Way. And we're going to get a break. So apparently next week, um, next Sunday, is Christmas Eve. I haven't done my research yet. I don't know if they're going to skip an episode next week. So, I'm gonna check and then I'm gonna post it on my. So, I have to go in my DVR and see if it's recording. That's usually how I figure it out. So, we might not be here next Sunday because it's gonna be Christmas Eve, right? Isn't that next Sunday? Yeah. Yes. So, if they skip an episode, um, we won't be here, but possibly we might not be here anyway, depending on if people are traveling or whatever, um, family, we might have to wait a day or two before we, we get in there. Yeah. So, you know, everybody has family coming in or you might be going out and there's going to be a lot going on. So fingers crossed they're just going to skip and we can give us a little break and yeah. then everything will be back Um, the following week. Well, no, because then the following week would also be New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'll check my DVR and I'll post it on my story. So this is it for this um recap again we'll be back tomorrow though we're gonna finish the the other way um and any of the cast members from the show want to hop on tomorrow that this will be the episode so if you guys want to hear um, from the actual cast members. We're gonna reach out and see if they wanna come on. And if there's anything that they wanna talk about that was not said on the tell we'll give them that opportunity as well. Um, thank you for joining us, especially Dee, Dee, who was literally in Orlando this morning and now she's in Georgia, that's a lot. So I appreciate that. You're here with us tonight, so thank you for that. Thank you to Cara for always being on time. I appreciate you. And you, cause you know me, I don't get out anywhere on time. So, make sure you're following my co host, my, my dream team, Car and Didi. They're tagging this video. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at @GeorgeMossi, George Mossy, Anywhere you get your podcast, type in the George Mossy Show. And the Melanie Martin interview will be out this Friday. If you don't know who Melanie Martin is, she is Aaron Carter's um, ex fiance and mother of his children. We're going to be talking candidly about their relationship. So, if you want to talk or if you want to listen to that, make sure you tune in this Friday. Thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you all tomorrow night.